Welcome to the Charleston Real Estate Connection Podcast, connecting and reconnecting you with all things Charleston. I am your host, Nia Joy, your golden realtor, licensed in the state of South Carolina. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Charleston Real Estate Connection Podcast. I am your host, Nia Joy, your golden realtor. I'm so excited today because I have with us a special, very special December 2020 guest with us. Her name is Denise Tolbert. She is on a mission to end homelessness. And guess what? You can help her too. So join us right now on this episode. You're in for a great treat. Thank you so much for supporting and listening to the Charleston Real Estate Connection podcast. Definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is charlestonisamazing.com. That's charlestonisamazing.com. Also, you can listen on our website at charlestonreconnection.com. That's charlestonreconnection.com. All of our information can be found in the show notes, but definitely subscribe where you listen to your favorite podcasts. And also, please like our Facebook page. If you're looking to be a part of any future sponsorships, definitely reach out to us at info at charlestonreconnection.com. That's info at charlestonreconnection.com. Now back to our regularly scheduled podcast. Hello, Denise. How are you? Hello, Nia. I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. It's so uh, refreshing to speak with you. I know we haven't had a whole lot of conversations, but um, we met on social media and I've truly enjoyed getting to know you over the past few weeks. Um, so tell Thank us. You. Thank you. Yeah. Me too. Yes. Awesome. So um, on my show, I usually ask all of my guests the same question. There, what's what's your connection to the Charleston area? Okay, um, well, I'm native of Charleston. I um, I grew up mostly downtown, but we moved around a lot, so I'm familiar with uh, most of the areas. And um, I've basically just been here most of my life, raised my family here, had small businesses here, so you know, okay. that's my connection. That's your connection. Okay. So as far as um, your, your roots, um, have you been in Charleston long or um, I know you see a family here, but have you, I know you had told me previously you'd relocated at some point back to Charleston. How long have you been back in Charleston? Well, what happened was uh, in my late teen years, I would go back and forth very often, maybe three, four times a year. Um, to uh, up north where my mother's family is from. And okay. so, you know, I got a kind of a mixture of uh, city girl life and then, you know, the country life. And that's basically how it's been going for a long, long time. Okay. But recently, I think this is the longest I've been here, um, probably going on six years straight. Six years straight. Wow. Okay. So you've been here for a while. I've I've been here back since about maybe seven years. So we kind of overlap. Okay. So I know um, we'll get more into um, how the audience can get involved with your mission to end homelessness. But 
tell the audience, um, I normally ask my guests also, like, what's their business love story? And I know for you, it's more of a mission love story because, you know, you are actually actively full-time volunteering to make sure that we can end homelessness in Charleston. I understand that's your mission. So can you tell us your, your, your mission love story? Sure. Okay. So my mission love story. So just a quick story. Um, I think that we all have a bit of humanitarian in us, just, you know, in general. Uh But I never thought that I would be in a situation where I am advocating for a certain group. But on our first cold morning in the city, Uh I got up and didn't expect for it to be as cold. And so I went searching for my coat. It was still packed away, you know, uh, for the season. And Uh it was hard to find my coat. And I immediately thought to myself, you know, how many homeless people are out here that were not prepared Uh for this weather? Mm -hmm. Now, are you talking about this year? Like September? September? Yes. Okay. That had to be maybe, um, see, this is November. So maybe like the end of October, I think we had that really first cold night. Okay. And so um, I immediately, like, the next thought was, I'm going to do a cold drive. And so I organized it in the same day and reached out to uh, a lot of uh, local storefronts, and most of them volunteer their location as donation locations. And I wow. came up with, yeah, eight different businesses. Um, uh, wow. Robin Hudson, West Ashley. Um, and then there was a, a yoga spot in Somerville. And, uh-huh. um, oh, gosh, there was a gym place that had three different facilities. They volunteered all three and a okay. few other places. And so as the coats were coming in, and uh-huh. I noticed that there was going to be an abundance of coats. Yes. I said, well, I need to find out, you know, where the recipients are so we could pass them out. Of course. Well, in looking for these recipients, they weren't hard. They Actually, they were hard to find. Um, okay. I knew where I usually saw homeless people at, uh-huh. but I came to find out that there are way more than, like, what we see when we're passing by. Okay. You know, so as I began to track them down and started to see that there are hundreds of homeless people literally right. living on the streets, and places you wouldn't even walk your dog at night. Wow. I came up with the idea that, well, first I started asking questions. What happened to the big shelter? And and where are the other shelters? And why are these people not in shelters? And then I realized after COVID, the numbers started to balloon. So uh, what, was, what was usually enough wasn't enough anymore. So oh, I see. But to be on the streets. Okay. You know, and so I said, we need a bigger facility. Mm-hmm. I sat down probably within a week after starting the coat drive, and I came up with a business plan. Mm-hmm. And at first, it seemed kind of kind of crazy to me because I'm writing a business plan and never even thought about advocating for homeless at all. So right. I was kind of taken aback, but I just let it flow. Uh-huh. I finished the business plan in, in, in like a couple of weeks and then uh-huh. I just started filling in the gaps and uh-huh. before you knew it, I was looking for a location and I was wow. asking people for help. 
Wow. That is, that's unbelievable. Um, goodness. So, so you, you take, you go take an idea from just trying to help a few people get some codes together. Let me get some codes together. You're like, okay, this is not enough. I don't even have, you got the codes. Now, where do I find the people? Can't find the people. And fortunately, those eight business owners donated their space. How many coats would you say you've gotten during that time? Or, or donations? Came up with about uh, 271 items. Wow. Wow. So since then, how, how have, you, have you been able to disperse all of those items? Or, or at least, I know you were telling me in, a, in, a, in our previous talk that you were like going out to like tent cities or tent-like cities or places, like you said, dangerous places even, just to get the coats to people well, that needed them. I'm going to tell you, uh, serving the homeless is a very complex situation. You think that you could just set up somewhere and, and, and they'll come where you are. A lot of them are very skeptical uh, skeptical about coming out in the open and being seen. And so you kind of have to go where they are, where they feel comfortable. So initially, I set up these giveaway points. Uh-huh. And the first point I sat at, I got three people and I'm like, I know it's more people than this. So I decided to get in my car and drive around to certain areas that I knew were like poverty areas. Yes. And I found a lot of people to give away codes to, and I managed to get all of them out. Wow. And in the process of giving them out, um, they started asking me for, um, do you have any denim jeans? Everybody wants denim jeans. Uh, <laughs> now it's getting cold. It's getting cold, So yeah. now this becomes a, I'm, I'm learning as I'm going, you know? Right, right. What they are. So by the time the cold drive was over, I was starting the denim jeans drive. And I'm doing a distribution <laughs> on that next week. Oh, wow. So same. So the same businesses, are they helping to be donation spots? Actually, now different store locations have stepped up. So, wow. yeah. That's awesome. And how do you how do you disperse that? I know I know you have a social media presence on Facebook. Um, how do, how do, how can people? I'm going to put it in the show notes. That how can people donate now or in the future to these causes? Okay, so on my current Facebook page, what I do is as soon as I decide I want to do a drive, I just put up a post asking anybody to volunteer their storefronts as a donation drop off spot. And uh-huh. people just volunteer, and then I come up with a flyer letting people know where they can drop it off to. Okay. Now, once I do that, since I've already learned where they are, all I simply do is create another flyer of the uh, the, the giveaway locations, and I put that up. And those okay. are usually just for the people who are not uh, regular to the areas where okay. uh, we distribute, because the areas where we distribute, they're already there. I gotcha. I gotcha. That makes sense. So you try to keep them near those areas where there is a need for... Yeah, we, we go to them. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. There's a huge underground... Oh my gosh. If When, when you get into this, you're thinking that there's such a need for help. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There are so many organizations behind the scenes that do not mm-hmm. get the public recognition and they are putting in work. They are yes. in the trenches doing any and everything that they can for these people, honestly. And are you more volunteers? 
For sure. So do you, so we couldn't use some volunteers if that's something that somebody can do, like if, if you needed help, would you need help volunteering like during the distro time or, um, and do you partner with those people that you mentioned that help behind the scenes, those other organizations, do you partner with them? I really wouldn't call it partnering more or less. What we do is, um, we kind of know where uh, uh, certain organizations are going to be at on a regular basis. And so if we come up with something that we want to give away, we just go and pull up and just pull out a table with whatever we have and we just join in and just do it that oh, way. Right. We don't really have to call each other and set up like, hey, I'm going to come out today since you're out there and we're going to do it together. No, we you just, just drive like, around hey, and find them because you know. Join the party and, and help out. That's it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think we need more of that. Um, I, uh, so as far as, uh, but so I know you need, there's a need for, um, items. Maybe we can get a list from you and we can put that in the notes and share that. And then we can find out where we can donate those items. You can put that in the list. And, um, as far as monetary donations, if somebody wants to donate monetarily, um, maybe I can get the link and also share that with the listeners as well. Yes. And so, um, most of the information that people ask about can be found on my Facebook page. However, I now have a media manager by the name of Kimberly Bowman. Yes, and Kimberly. It's creating me a whole bunch of business pages so that you can plug in anywhere and find out what's going on. Okay. So by this time tomorrow, I'll have a business website, a business Facebook, a business Twitter, Instagram, and all of those things. Awesome. So I'll be easy to find and you'll be easy you'll be easy to find distribution locations, drop-off locations, and different ways to donate for different things that I need uh, funds for and volunteers for. Okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. And and I know now that you have all the social media information and the websites, you can also put that out there and share it with people when they when they see the video and they can look in the show notes and see it. So yes, and I look forward to donating. Um if any of my listeners want to match, um, I'll match up to $150. So if anybody want to match, I'll match up to $150. Um, just to help with the cause. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So um, end of December, I see um, maybe we can get that worked out and uh, get that over to you. So it's to help with the cause. Um, and I look forward to sharing this because I think getting the word out is really what it's about. Right. And so mainly that's the main reason why I'm on here. This is the situation. The situation is this. Our city is in a crisis. And we're not in the we're not in the season of pointing fingers of who's wrong and who's right and how do we get here? We literally do not have time right. for that. However, right. we know that there are strength in numbers. We need to come together as a community, as organizations, and just do whatever we can do to help out. But we need this facility. It's 50,000 square feet. It's a minimum of 125 beds. There's over 12 different areas of social services, including finding employment, finding permanent housing, helping with money management, credit repair. AA narcotics mm -hmm. and life skills classes and things of that sort. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a location in between Red Top and Ridgeville. Okay. It doesn't matter if it's not on the bus line because we'll have two shuttle buses 
that hit 50 points in the city four times a day. This is not a small mission. This is a huge mission. I cannot do it alone. I literally need any and everybody. I don't care if you don't have money to donate. You might have an hour to donate. Mm -hmm. I need it. Mm -hmm. We need it. We have to get these people off the streets. That's awesome. So, yeah, so you guys hear it. You heard it here. This is how you can help. She spelled it out for you. Um, you can donate your time. Uh, you can reach out to them. They'd be happy to help. So if your organization during the holiday season would like to donate their time and attention and resources, this is a great way to, to do so, which is one of the reasons why I'm so happy you had the time to meet with us today to do this in, in December 2020. Um, early December, so we can go ahead and, and help as much as we can because this is a giving season. A lot of people like to give and find ways they can give and donate their time. Um, I know it's really odd during COVID, um, so it must be pretty interesting out there as well, um, needing volunteers. So with that being said, um, with this being a giving season, um, I'm pushing for the grand opening to be in March. I'm trying to beat, beat the, the summer heat. Mm -hmm. They already have to deal with the winter. There's nothing I can do about that. Mm -hmm. But we can open this thing up before the summer heat hits so they don't have to challenge that weather. I have to get my 501c3 status done to really push forward effectively because people feel more comfortable giving large sums of money if they can yeah. write it off. They do. So right now I'm doing a Christmas wreath fundraiser on my Facebook page to raise the money to pay for the filing um, for the non-exempt status. So if you could help out with that, that would be awesome. 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 That looks, that's awesome. So you have a team. You got a team. You helping, um, you got somebody helping you with media relations. You got somebody um, helping you with some of the legalities of getting that done. Um, you have some volunteers already. You have a whole team. Um, so some of the things that have came out of this, it seems to be some great things. You got some coats, um, you got some clothing, um, you guys are raising money for your 501C, uh, and um, wow, so things are really picking up. I definitely need volunteers right now. <laughs> I can tell you that like right yesterday. now. yesterday, yesterday. Like yesterday, and I don't, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't really, a lot of people, when you think volunteering to help the homeless, you think soup line or passing out things. I need clerical work done. There is so many plans I have on my fundraising campaign that requires clerical work, and I can't do it alone. I need a lot of help. Okay. So you're able to delegate that work to people who can help. Um, and it sounds like something they can do. Is that, do you do that remotely or do they, how do you do that? You meet with them via call? How do you, how do you delegate that? Okay, well, so for example, and I hadn't put this out yet, but I'm going to put it out now. Why not? Mm -hmm. um, for example, we're going to be doing a virtual telethon this month. So I would need a few people. I would need one person to help me with booking the appearances for the show. I would need a few people to... To, to man the different pages that I have, uh -huh. you know, so that when donations come in, we can thank them on live as they're coming in. Uh -huh. You know, so there's different things that I need. Yeah, different different things that need to be covered. Uh -huh. I don't want to put everything on one person because it's a lot of work in a shorter period of time. Right, right. So there'll be details to follow. I think by the time we air this, 
and we'll put that out there as well to be details more about the time and um and and contact information so we can help um I think you have an awesome cause. I, I myself have a background, like I was telling you, in, in helping uh, homeless veterans specifically, but homeless nonetheless. Um, and I've seen a lot of the things that you're mentioning, the importance of having care and services for these men and women um, and, and families probably even um, during these hard times. Mental health, health care, uh, maybe they're starting over, maybe they lost a job, you know, maybe they're rebuilding. So... That's well, it's good. funny you should mention that because uh, many of <laughs> it's many of people that are one missed paycheck away from being homeless. Yes. Okay. And then on top of that, I'm trying to help the people that are already homeless. And then, you know, I'm getting word that there's a bunch of other people that's probably going to be homeless in January. But I want to make it clear that we do not have a shelter that is inclusive. We need a shelter that's inclusive, a shelter does that, that does not turn people away. We have some shelters that won't take you if you're in a wheelchair. We have some shelters that's only for men, only for women. We really don't have many shelters that are safe for LBGT community. So in my shelter, I have an area for each one of those. But in addition to that, I have an area for veterans. And they have their own entrance and exit so that they don't have to deal with the the company of a lot of people if they right. don't feel like it. Right. I also have an area for families mm -hmm. so that the husband doesn't have to be separated from his wife and his children. Mm -hmm. You know, we even have a sobering room. So if you come intoxicated, we can put you in the sobering room and sober you up before you we send you to the main hall with everybody else. Mm -hmm. So it has to be inclusive. We can't leave anybody out because, you know, people come from different walks of life. You can't turn them away just because they have a problem. A lot of people are doing things to try to cope with what they're going through. It's not the time to turn them away. It's the time to give them the help they need. Wow. This is a pretty ambitious uh, feat you have you're going on here. And, and I think it's, it's powerful that you uh, took the time to stand up and, and take on the challenge and bring you know, bring volunteers with you. Bring other people who feel passionate about it as well. Everybody in. Yeah, feel, exactly. Everybody. As many people as you can. So uh, we, we are excited to help spread the word and we look forward to, you know, helping to spread the message um, here on, on the podcast and via social media. I can't thank you enough for your time and, 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 and care. No, you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it, I think I think it's important what you're doing, and and that's why I was thinking you was especially because um, it started with your it started with you worrying about yourself, and then you're thinking, wait a minute, it's other people out there who are in need. So it really was a, it's a selfless job to to help others. And I think, like you said, I think you really hit it when you said everyone has that humanitarian spirit um, in there, and everybody can do something. Everybody right. can contribute. So, so um, what's the name of your um, your nonprofit? So it's the Village of South Carolina Homeless Shelter and Services. Okay. And I guess you would understand why I went with the word village. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because we need the whole village. Definitely, definitely takes a village. So, yeah. So that's the name: the Village of South Carolina Homeless Shelter. And services. And if anybody wants to reach me, they could 
always reach out to me at uh, 917-818-3134 or they can reach out to me on Facebook, Denise Talbert, or they can email me at studiohall528 at yahoo.com. Okay. Well, thank you again, Denise, and it was a pleasure. Thank you. you. (laughs) You all have heard it here. The Village of South Carolina. We need your help. Uh, Denise is here. She's going to help lead the way, and we do appreciate it. Reach out to Denise. You can donate your time. Time, um, you can donate funds. However you can help, help. Um, We look forward to seeing the work that you're doing to community benefit those that need it most. So you guys have a safe time out there. I know it's a lot going on with COVID and other things, among other things during this holiday season, but you guys stay safe out there. And of course, as always, stay golden. Thank you. This has been another episode of the Charleston Real Estate Connection Podcast. Download all of our previous episodes on our website at charlestonreconnection.com. That's charlestonreconnection.com. You can also find us where all major podcasts are being played. Download us today.